Smith's Falls. We are on and we are back. Now that right there is a nice thing to say. We are back. Feels like a pretty easy thing to say. People come back from a lot of things a lot of times, but this is our first ever time back. We've never been back before. This is episode two, friends, episode number two, and we are back, and we are so glad to be back, and we are very glad that you are back. And if you're not back, if this is your first time, we're tremendously glad that you are here as well, and you get to go back to episode one and listen to that too, because it's a great one with Bill Dales. Bill Dales was our first episode. We had some great talk about his new business, Smith Falls Pedal and Paddle, everything he's doing. We talked about a lot more than that. Bill has been around Smith Falls for a dog's age, which is something I just said that I don't normally say, dog's age. It's not really in my lexicon. But I just had such an amazing conversation with Pat Maloney that we actually traded a few expressions, I think. He picked up an expression of mine called winner a little nickname for something see if you can pick it out in the episode and apparently now i'm saying dog's age pat you rub off on me what can i say that's our conversation is pat maloney today owner of bowie's uh he's got some other stuff going on in town too generally awesome dude semi-retired musician he's still a brilliant musical mind and i can't wait to hear him sing again but for now he's a little more focused on serving delicious craft beer delicious sandwiches and even more delicious musical talent over at Bowie's which is a bar a cafe and a music club Pat also happens to be one of my very best friends in this world so it was an absolute thrill to have him out for episode two of Smith Falls on and I really hope that he also will be back one day coming back and so we will get right back to Pat Maloney right after we hear a little bit about episode two's sponsors. So the truth is that my friend Bill Dales just couldn't wait to be back. I got a call from Bill a few days ago saying, Matt, I had so much fun on the podcast. It's been a great response. People seem to really like it. I like what you're doing. All good. I want to be your next sponsor, please. I want to support what you're doing. And I said, Bill, yes, yes, you can. And thank you. And so he is doing that. He is a sponsor for this episode. Thank you, Bill. Smith Falls Pedal and Paddle. That's where you want to go and experience some fun on the Rito. You can go down to Lower Reach. You can have a sunset paddle on the swale. I've done it. I took some pictures. I went with my wife. We saw wildlife. We heard wildlife. Rela- even just the sounds of the paddles in the water. Oh, man. there's it's It's quiet, but it's not. It's so quiet that you can hear the details so much better. You can hear yourself think. And he's got kayaks. He's got canoes. I took out a canoe. It was awesome. Huge. They got backrests in them. Backrests in a canoe. I never had that kind of luxury as a kid. They were wood. They hurt my knees. The mesh seat was always ripped in the bottom of my canoe at my cottage as a kid. These are luxury canoes, folks. Beautiful, beautiful canoes. Beautiful kayaks, the stand-up paddle boards, so amazing. They look hard, but they're not. You just stand on them and paddle around. It's liberating. Go do it. What have you been waiting for? He's got the life jackets. He's got all the stuff. His prices are amazing. And they get even better because you're listening right here, right now. All you got to do is go to Bill and give him the code. 
You don't even have to input it online. You can just tell Bill he's that old school. You just look at Bill, give him a little wink, and recite the secret password, podcast15. Podcast15. 15? What's 15? That's how much you're going to save, 15%. 15% off your first rental at Smith's Falls, Pedal and Paddle. Go see, call him Will, call him Bill, call him William, call him the man, because he is, and he will set you up. Get your discount with Smith's Falls, Pedal and Paddle with Podcast 15. Thank you. Sponsor number two, they're back. They're back for number two, Mighty Valley Coffee. I drink it every morning. It wakes me up. It invigorates my mouth and my mind. I love it. It's tasty, and Mighty Valley Coffee takes roasting coffee. Seriously. This is some gourmet stuff. Get your coffee fix on Shop Local, Mighty Valley Coffee podcast 15 you go see them they'll 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 take care of you at the till at their at their at their roastery alongside four degrees brewing in the mall or go to their website at mightyvalleycoffee.com and use the coupon code there smith falls podcast smith falls podcast is what you can put at checkout as a coupon code and save yourself 10 percent on your next order go do it mighty valley coffee and last but not least Also back again, our third sponsor, Water and Rail Clothing. They got such beautiful hoodies. I know you must have seen them around town by now. They got such a cool logo with the train tracks and the water inside. Talking about this town, railway town, water town, beautiful town. Water and Rail, Smith's Falls, nice navy blue hoodies. You must have seen them. You have yours yet? You don't? Go get one. Get yourself a discount. Arts Hub is the only retailer of water and rail go to theartshubsf.com their online store you can find a water and rail hoodie put in your coupon code smith's falls podcast and you save save 10 percent on that hoodie go get it now okay that is it for sponsor stuff folks let's get into the meat of it we are smith's falls on and this was my chat with my dear friend mr pat maloney go this is the second episode. I'm honored, man. Thank you. I'm glad Thanks to have, have you me, here. Buddy. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Yeah. Um, did you get that text I sent you right before you arrived? No, I must have been commuting. What yeah. we got here? Yeah. What do we got here? Let me drum it up. 142 messages to read. <laughs> <laughs> Are you bursting at the seams with podcast excitement? Texts Matt Connell, who I uh, coinc- incidentally I spelt your name wrong a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, with I spelled Matt with one T, mm-hmm. and it's really handy because I know so many other Matts. Right, you know Matt's not an uncommon name, so anytime I'm looking for you, I know it's got one T. Easy peasy. I actually went through a phase in my life where I had decided I was going to spell Matt with one T. Oh, really? Like Mateo? Kind of for that reason. Is that for Mateo? I think it depends on the Mateo. I have a friend Matt. With one T. I know a Matt who lives literally two doors down from me who's a one T Matt. One T Matt. He's the first, yeah. Now, There's no need for that second T. Not really. It doesn't make the T any harder. Yeah. I mean, I got, I never did it. I succumbed to peer pressure. Yeah. And I even went the lengths of getting a new email address. Matt. Connell, Matt Connell one with T. one T at wow. yahoo.ca. <laughs> you held on to that one for a long time, I imagine. I, it, it la- I don't think I ever even sent a single email from it because <laughs> my girlfriend at the time and my family made fun of me 
for changing your own name for changing my own name and for doing it with one t and saying that it was just meant doormat that is doormat yeah yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> but so backing up sure a second like we've got some people listening um nice. who i'm sure by now I mean, it's weird to say this because they're not listening right now but they right. will be yeah when, when they decide to because uh-huh. that's how a podcast works yeah it's like it's there. Netflix, but for radio. <laughs> and you don't have to pay twelve ninety nine a month or fourteen ninety nine a month a month. You nope. only have to listen to it. Yeah. It doesn't cost you any money. You just need to pay for the internet. But there will be people um listening uh-huh. who uh perhaps still don't even know who the hell Pat Maloney is. Oh. So uh why, why would they tell- be listening to it if they don't know who I am? Well, this is a Smith Falls podcast. Fair. For anybody in Smith Falls, new or old, be it, yeah. be that meaning they're new to the town or old to the town, old to the town, or be it that they are like new at being a person yeah, or old or at, old be, at being a person, right? Old people, young um, people, less so young people, 18 plus yeah. officially, because this, this podcast does have a, that little E beside it oh that, nice yeah so we can swear we can swear a little bit we can uh you can talk about the little talking about doing the, my the little doobie nice. that you rolled yeah. yeah that's all okay all right this is yeah we're an uncensored podcast in what i have heard called uh the cannabis capital of canada yeah i don't know if it still holds right. that title i don't know uh i don't know sure, sure are a lot of people out there smoking weed yeah you know yeah but that's everywhere i think we just got a new pot store. New yeah, pot there's shop. a new pot shop on on Beckwith Street. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's it called again? Um, something Bud, Shiny Bud, Shiny Bud, yeah, Shiny Bud. Wow. Um, and then we got Tea Can over on Russell Street. Russell Street East, the bustling yeah. street of Russell. And then we've got our third one opening up. Is Canopy Growth going to have one? Yeah, they yeah. really should. Yeah, yeah. I they, like, think they would have. I think they've just been holding off because of the pandemic. Yeah. But they're doing a, I think they're, it'll be one of their, uh, Tokyo smoke. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. Locations. I mean, it's a, it's a weed factory. Yeah. So it's like, literally a weed factory. So why don't they have any weed for sale? It's like going, you do the tour and everything. You mm-hmm. watch the movie, you check out the mother's room and the growing flowers. And then you're like, goodbye. And then you can buy like, a hoodie well, or yeah. a t-shirt. It'd be like going to a winery and I was like, can I have a glass of wine? Like, oh, nah, no, no, we, we, we don't do that. that. <laughs> this is a winery though. You have to go home, <laughs> order it online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mississauga will ship it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> I yeah, wonder. it seems a little late. I wonder if they have to go through their own distribution channels. <laughs> I wonder if the store has to order stock <laughs> yeah, from, from Mississauga. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it arrived. Their, their stuff sends, yeah, they send it on a truck down to Mississauga to get bunched up, and then they send it back for people to buy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's probably the most logical way to go. I like a little... A little tiny spliff, like a oh, one paper. Great. You know what we used to call those? What's that? A pinner. A pinner. Yeah, yeah. I like smoking pinners. I don't like getting really high, but I like getting a little bit high. Yeah, just almost the all the time. Just, yeah, yeah. Just the low dose. The yeah, more low microdose, more thing. constant dose. That was. Um, do you remember the Trailer Park Boys show? I remember the show. I'm yeah. not an expert on the show, but I, yeah, I definitely remember the show. Yeah. yeah. John Dunsworth played the character Jim Leahy. He's like the only real actor on the show. Yeah. He's a real deal theater actor. And uh, we've hung out a few times and he, uh, we would go out and smoke a little doobie and, and he'd always roll it because he had to make sure it was 
the smallest joint you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And I had like just at this stage in my life just been coming out of like high school or whatever and had been smoking way too much weed at a time. Not often, but like way too much at a time. And I didn't really like it because mm-hmm. I got super baked and it was not fun. I was had lost control of myself, which I don't appreciate. Yeah. And he was like, hey, this is how you do it. And he taught me and reaffirmed what I already probably knew, which was to, yeah, a little dab will do you. You mm-hmm. don't need to mm-hmm. get all baked and fried. I was a little older before I really developed much of an affinity for that. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was 25, 25 and wow. I went on tour with a band. Yeah, that'll do it. Watch out for those band guys. And I like, I didn't smoke back then. Like it was like a party. If it got passed around, I might, I was very when in Rome. Go with the flow. Yeah. Um, and I happened to do this session tour with a band that had two like really big potheads in it and we'd wake up and we'd smoke a doobie like yeah. a, a wake and bake doobie yeah. which was like that was next level for me i had never done first thing in the morning yeah you who know? knew who knew yeah yeah um yeah. but still 24 hours in the day and also being in the states these guys were like super paranoid so they never wanted to travel with more than they were comfortable tossing right right um, right, right. so we had this tiny little bag that three guys were splitting all the time mm-hmm. these guys probably would have liked bigger joints but <laughs> it was just like we're gonna run out they were conserving lest we get sent to jail for seven years yeah yeah because about one of his buddies had just gotten sent to jail jail for like mandatory minimum for seven years for paraphernalia for having a pipe right right that was that, that was like tie-dye that sounds like a good reason for society to remove you from society oh yeah just for take you out yeah put years. you in jail yeah 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 it's that's real smart like you're in school re-educate no yeah. no no not anymore thanks you have a pipe thanks reagan <laughs> yeah anyway we called them pinners Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we started making rhymes and saying, ah, it's a it's a winner of a pinner. Oh, that's a good one. And then we just started calling them winners. Oh, I like it. No more pinners, just little winner. I'm gonna take that home yep, Matt. for a little winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, let's have a winner. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take that with me, Matt, with one T. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, I asked you who Pat Maloney was, and we had a big conversation about pot. Yeah. I think there's a little more to you than that. Yeah. I'm convinced, in fact. I'm convinced there's more to you. <laughs> okay. Um, so tell the people. Tell the people your deal. Give them the, give them the uh, I don't know, the, the Coles Notes the Coles version. Notes. Wait, what's the, what's the Canadian version of Coles Notes? Just the Isn't there ab- another one? Abridged. I don't know. There's, it's yeah. Like, it's, like Coles, a, it's like another name. Coles is like straight American? You can't. I think so. No, no, I've got it. Coles is Canadian and in... The States, it's Cliff's Notes. It's Cliff's Notes down there. Anyway, who's Pat Maloney? Tell us, Pat. Tell the people. Tell the people who haven't been to Bowie's, who haven't heard your music, who may just be wondering who that tall bearded man walking around town is. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I moved to Smith Falls a few years ago and uh, run a little uh, performance space and neighborhood bar called Bowie's. It's a live music club. And uh, I've, I've worked in music for a long time. I was an artist for a long time and a promoter for a long time before that. And I love doing all those things. Um, I love to travel, but uh, don't want to anymore. So here I am in Smith Falls running a little bar. I hear you. I'm getting some sweet bands in and yeah, just running the show. I found, I found my travel bug waning, at least for the constant travel. 
Yeah, like I would love to go on vacation. Yeah. You know, I'd love to just spend the money and lay on a beach and read a book. That sounds awesome. But, you know, driving to Sault Ste. Marie alone to perform at the Water Tower Pub where nobody listens to me and mm-hmm. then make my way to Sudbury the next day and then North Bay and then Laving, Ontario, and then maybe find one of Lake of Bays on the way home, maybe even Manitoulin Island. Mm-hmm. You know, and then four and a half days and six shows later, I'm just run ragged and... Yeah, so I didn't want to do that anymore. Plus, my kids were growing up. I had one kid at the time. I mm-hmm. quit doing this, and uh, she realized what the suitcase meant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it just wasn't cool anymore. And it wasn't like dragging me kicking and screaming out of this whole thing. Like I, I figured I'd be doing, I'd be performing as you know for a living uh, for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I found my stride after a few years of doing it, and uh, figured, yeah, that would be that would be it for me. And not so much. Just yeah. happily let it fall away. Well, I remember that too, because I remember when you're like thinking about maybe open a bar. Yeah. And then like three months later, you were it was like twenty Russell Street. Yeah. I own it now. I yeah. bought it. I just I just went out and bought it. Yeah. Crazy, eh? Yeah. Crazy. So much has happened in this last few years. It's been nuts. Yeah. Like it would have been nuts without a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I have to imagine that you at least um whatever part of you sort of misses that life. Yeah. You know, you know, relating to your statement of playing in front of like crappy crowds, maybe, maybe underneath a big screen TV, playing the game sure. during your set. Yeah. That was or, an old favorite. Or, or glasses clinking or, or people, you know, yelling at you to play some certain song from the seventies or something. Yeah. A lot of crash um, test dummy requests. Mm, with your voice. Yeah. They would have. <laughs> oh, you got a low voice. Can you sing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you you're kind of doing the opposite of that of that with Bowie's. Yeah. Right? I'm, you know, I'm hosting you, others. Yeah. You've got a place where others come in and they get to um deal with yeah. a bar owner slash booker who's the same person for one. Yeah, that's always a treat. And who gets it. Yeah. Who understands? Who yeah. cares? Yeah, I've played a lot of bad rooms. Yeah. You know, there's the the playing under the TV thing or the playing for the the manager doesn't even know you were supposed to play that night, doesn't have any money ready for you or whatever it is. And I've also played a lot of really good small venues. Mm-hmm. Played a few big ones too. But uh, yeah, the small venues are kind of, that was my sweet spot. I, yeah. I loved those shows because you can really connect with the audience and it can be done right. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to do it wrong, Yeah, but it can be done right. Yeah. And there is such a, I bet you the bulk of working musicians would thrive if there were enough places like Bowie's. Mm-hmm. I or, think so. Or the Black Sheep in Wakefield. Or, or the Acoustic Grill. Acoustic in Grill Picton. in Picton's a good spot. Or um, the Moonshine Cafe yeah. in Oakville. Oakville's good. Yeah, yeah. You know? John Martlett. And the common thread mm-hmm. between all those places is owners who, who actually give a shit. Yeah. Yeah, they care. There's, there's so many who don't. Yeah. It's a, a lot of times I think people people open a bar and then they add some music. Yeah. Whereas I wanted to, yeah, I wanted the opposite. I want a stage and I want people to come and have fun yeah. and have a few drinks. You added the beer. Yeah. 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 yeah the beer gets less respect than the music. Mm-hmm. But I, the beer gets I, respect too, And I love right? beer. Because <laughs> yeah. you love beer and you yeah. have a lot of good beer yeah. there, right? Yeah. We've got a lot of uh, wonderful craft beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which, craft beer only. You know, disappoints some who may come in 
mouth-watering for and some, ice wa- some water. Cold like, Coors. A Coors Light. Yeah. Yeah. People want that. And that's sweet. You know, I we're you know, we're having a, a an old style Pilsner here ourselves. Lethbridge, Alberta. This used to be made in. Yeah, yeah. this is the one I used to always gravitate towards because I actually I worked for Molson for like five years. Uh-huh. So I, I probably shouldn't be shitting on Coors Light, but I don't work for them anymore, and I'm not a big Coors Light fan. Yeah, um, I did get to go to the Mystery Mansion. That was oh, nice. that, was, that was a thing. That yeah. was that was it was just as advertised. All the commercials are actual footage. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I was wow. one of the cameramen at at the, the Mystery the Mystery Mansion. Mansion. Wow, yeah. wow. Um, but I used to always drink Pilsner because we were actually we were mandated to never drink a not Molson product. Whoa! Couldn't, See, that's the thing. Like, couldn't drink Keith's. See, it that would, sucks. It would it's upset like a the client. Yeah, it's like that's that's no good. It's like yeah, you gotta wear the black tie. It's like why? Yeah, you know, I like, like my green tie. Craft brewers, like all the different breweries, they don't all have the those different rules. guys. They they're not they drink saying, each other's hey, beers. Yeah, cheers in each other. Whitewater guy has a delicious collective arts once in a while. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's totally cool. Yeah, they like beer. They appreciate the art of making beer. And they know they can't They've do all They've got a sophisticated palate, you know? and they appreciate the subtle differences between each of the beers, yeah. you know? Whereas, you can get a Coors Light, and a uh, little known fact here, um, they'll actually change the formula. The The ingredients will come from different places. Mm-hmm. They'll cost more or less, and so they change up the formula all the time. But as long as it's ice cold in that silver glass, silver, yeah. silver can or bottle, then... It's a Coors Light to you, and it's fine. Well, it's it's also a huge testament to the power of marketing. Yeah, because they spent they've right. spent a lot of money, and they have successfully convinced the masses that cold is a flavor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cold is delicious, or or that or that somehow their beer actually has the ability to get colder than <laughs> other beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's colder than freezing, but yeah. it's still a liquid. Yeah. It's and there is, there is a way you can do that. Is that right? Yeah, there's a bacteria that they add to water and spray on crops during the frost. It's called, uh, it's called ice minus. Ice minus. Yeah, it lowers the freezing temperature of water to negative six degrees. Fascinating. They use a genetically modified version of that bacteria that flips that gene and causes water to freeze at plus six, and they use that in snowmaking at ski hills. Wow. Oh, it's that common. Like they're using that at Trombla or whatever. I don't know where they use it. I wonder if they're they're using minus minus or whatever you called it zero minus. What did you say? <laughs> I uh, wonder if they're using minus. that in Coors Light. Maybe I think people would flip if they knew they were adding like bacteria to. But they put it on your strawberries. They do. They do. Absolutely. But then they wash them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, no. I think maybe they wash have... the Coors Light <laughs> with water. <laughs> Every. <laughs> <laughs> they wash the. It comes out all like uh-huh. f- like flavorful and, and full of bouquet, and then they wash it. <laughs> to get the uh it's to get all the ice minus is, off yeah that's literally what's going off. on yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah pat pat runs bowies he, yeah. he did an eloquent job of telling you what pat didn't tell you was um that i kind of followed pat here yeah you were right behind us i was right behind you i had yeah. been looking um i'm I, I i wouldn't i wouldn't call it an exaggeration to say i'm only sitting here right now because of you pat oh wow yeah no yeah. you were coming here anyway. no no you no, got no, a family no. to look after you were i was i was coming this Amber. way i was coming this way yeah i would have been close to you yeah but i wasn't looking at smith's falls until you tipped me off where were you looking madoff 
Uh, no, not Madoc. No, um, not even close I, to you. I at know Ma- oh, It's close and close-ish. Yeah. I know Madoc well because it's real close to my cottage. Madoc ah. and Marmara. Yeah, went to the Marmara Punk Fest once. That was a tale. Wow, Marmara had a punk fest. Yeah, on Spiderland Acres, this old punk. But I digress. Um, <laughs> I was looking at Merrickville. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost bought an old funeral home in Spencerville. Spencerville, yeah, funeral home in Spencerville, yeah, funeral home. Well, that's cool. You you'd be down for that kind. Of, you used to live in a church. Yeah, yeah, I used to live in a church. So I almost traded my church. That's to the a funeral. whole. That's the yeah. whole Christian circle of life. It was an amazing building. It was. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it's built to impress. It's built to comfort. They it's, are always very yeah, nice. They're places. always very nice. Yeah, and this this was Squeaky very clean. nice. It was a little. Uh, it was a little outdated, but I like that too. I just installed parquet flooring in my house. Yeah, most of their customers were outdated as well. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all the villes. I was looking at uh, Win- like Winchester, Chesterville, Winchester. Spencerville, Kemptville, Merrickville. Yeah, all those places. I was yeah. looking at Mississippi Mills and Almont. Looked as far as Renfrew like once, but pretty Ooh. much like the full not Quebec side. Yeah, but so Ottawa like a, Valley a half ish. circle within an hour radius of, of Ottawa, Ottawa is everywhere yeah. I was looking at. Right. So like I even looked like into like some of the more French Ontario towns out near like castleman and okay and stuff but then you you played my backyard yeah you played some music in my backyard and you're like well probably won't see you for a while moving to smith's falls right and i was like ding i know smith's Smith's falls Falls. i played a show there once when i was 20 and i think they have a chocolate factory (laughs) and that's close to ottawa why haven't i looked there anyway Yeah. yeah a few days later we were looking at listings in smith's falls yeah and this was august so six weeks later, you were in Smith Falls. Yep. And three weeks after that, I had bought a house in Smith Falls. It all happened so fast. Yeah. Now we're like a seven-minute walk from each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And we both grew up near near or in Ottawa. I was in Ottawa. Yep. You grew up in Greeley. That's right. And then, you know, obviously sort of migrated to the music scene in Ottawa. Yep. Hungry for more than what was in Greeley, I take it. Yeah. Yeah, not much to do in Greeley. 2,000 people, one store, and then, one like, stoplight. We both moved to Southern Ontario in our 20s. Yep, that's we're both, right. both drummers. We're both drummers. We played in kind of in punk and metal bands in, in high school, probably at the same yeah. bars, yeah. Bumpers and yeah. Barrymore's and Babylon. Babylon a lot, yeah. 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 All the three Bs on Bank Street. Did you ever play Sandy Hill Community Center? Uh, no, 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 I never did. I did that one. You ever play The Legion on Kent? And no, I never played the Legion on Kent. Either. Did you ever play Club Saw? I played Club you Saw played quite Club a bit. Saw, yeah. yeah, you yeah. you played shows booked by Sean Scallon. Yeah. yeah, and the best compliment I ever received from him, I was like, "Hey, Sean Scallon," as like a keen young young adolescent drummer. I think I was wearing cow print fun fur pants at the time. Nice. And uh, I was like, "Hey, Sean Scallon, what do you think about my band that just played?" And he was like, "Well, there's no Fugazi." I was like, oh, my God, he just compared us to Fugazi. <laughs> <laughs> we were not nearly as good as Fugazi. He has a love affair with Fugazi. That's Yeah, that's it's like his, his favorite that's band his favorite or something. Band. So, I mean, he's, yeah. it's like he would say that to probably, that's probably all he ever says. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's that that was a weird journey. Like, that name is such an iconic name for me, right? Like, yeah. I, I chased that guy for years yeah. trying to get the shows. And, like, he's still... He's still doing it. Like he's he's the guy. He's in the Ottawa. guy. You want to do a rock concert? You call call him. You know, 
Yeah, he's uh, what's he? He's back to spectros- Spectrosonic okay. now. He was doing uh, Rock something. Revolution Rock was the name of his company for a while. Okay. And before that, well, he ran the Punk Ottawa website. Punk Ottawa, yeah. What was your handle on Punk Ottawa? Oh. Do you remember? Uh, no Time something or other. No Time. Yeah. You know, it's, that site's archived. I'm going to look you up. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. archived the whole site. Yeah. yeah. That was he a great used to site. have a, a phone line you could call two, in. Two, three, four punks. Two, three, four punks. And the, the answering machine was the listings for his shows. Yeah. It was such a cool idea, and I might do that at Bowie's. I think it's such yeah. an old school ground ground level thing to do. I yeah. just love the phone message yeah. listings. Thing. I think he he would put like any show on there, not just his. Yeah, no, he no, definitely yeah. Took the opportunity was, to put his in, but yeah, 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 he was like it was like the classifieds for punk shows in Ottawa. You could get everything, and that number was listed in the in the phone book too. Oh, really? Yeah, under the name Sid Vicious. Yes. Yeah. If you really? looked up Sid Vicious in the Ottawa phone book, clever guy, man. It was two, three, four punks. Clever guy. Yeah, he's been at it forever. Yeah, and by the time I moved to Southern Ontario, my band was kind of just getting to the point where we were good enough to play his shows, you know? Yeah. And then we moved down there and then, yeah, ended up in circles that I discovered were just like that mm-hmm. in its own, in their own right. And then kind of figured that out in London, Ontario, and I was friends with yeah. those guys instead. I'm I'm a couple years older than you, and I got into the punk scene in Ottawa like before the internet was really a part of it, right? Yeah. So was that all that? It was all two, three, about four that punks. number. Two, three, four punks. That's, that's it. That's the number to call. And uh, yeah, that was fun times. Fun times for sure. Yeah. So we've been uh, we've been on a similar journey in life. You know, it's a lot of parallels. In the same kind of a place. A lot of parallels. Yeah. Super nearby, southern Ontario, and now like basically now neighbors here. here in Smith yeah. Falls. Yeah. And I was so pleased to know that there were people kind of in our wheelhouse that were that were moving here too. And I think there's only more coming. I keep meeting yeah. more like musicians and artists who have moved to town. I think it's ripe for it, you know? Yeah. It's got all the amenities. It's not like you're going to be suffering. You're not struggling for Wi-Fi here or anything, right? There's mm-hmm. an airport less than an hour away. Mm-hmm. And then, but the, but the price is right. Like you can live with a modest income. Yeah. You can live well here. Mm-hmm. Not just subsist like I've been doing in Southern Ontario for so long. Do you think that's still the case here? Or do you think that rising prices have like hurt that in a big way for people? Shortly after we got here, I think the rent prices were pretty much on par with Ottawa. Yeah. Like it's just about there. Yeah. So no, I don't know. I don't know if it is. You can I mean, still I, buy a house for a little bit less than just about anywhere. Yeah. But that has climbed crazy fast too. Yeah. I hope it stays that way. Like it's too short a window. By the time anybody like you and I would have caught on to this, it's only been a couple of years. That's not a lot. That's not enough time to have like a true cool artist migration. Like I would just love for people to realize how you can exist, to like live well and do it. I think it's working. I think that this town is growing in a way that not everything always sticks. Yeah. But I think a lot of the stuff that's happening, a lot of the changes there, they really are for the better of things. And, and it's working. I think the time's right. I tried this once before. Yeah, you moved to Waterloo. No, Waterloo was, well, I did move to, well, I moved to Kitchener, which is basically Waterloo. Oh, Chatham. Chatham. Right. Yeah. Like pop, bigger than, like way smaller than Waterloo, a little bigger than here. Yeah. Because Chatham, city of Chatham is like 40,000 people. Okay. So it's about four times the size. But I would say at the time that I moved there, you know, say cost of living was no more than in Smith's Falls. Right, right, right. And they had just done a bunch of stuff there. They had just like gotten like a $20 million grant to mm-hmm. build a like a theater. Yeah. They built this 
gorgeous 1200 seat theater. Wow. And, uh, don't hear that every day. Yeah. But nobody in the community was having it. Funny. They were just poo pooing it. Like, how could you spend the money on that? Meanwhile, uh, it was a provincial grant they got. Yeah. Yeah. That was meant for building theaters. That's what it's for. You know, you can't, that's, just t- can't just take that you can't money just and take build that a police and, station and or give like farming subsidies. Yeah. Or, or open up the old auto factory <laughs> that shut down 10 years ago. You yeah. Know? Thanks for the arts grant. Coax Chevrolet back yeah, yeah, to yeah. Chatham with a $20 million. Ontario's not going to have Just tell them we built the theater. Send them some pictures somebody, <laughs> they're somebody never gonna visit chatham anyway yeah and now they i think last i saw they were just like showing movies in that place when i first Ugh. moved to chatham they had signs downtown on yeah. every lamppost that said big things are happening in downtown chatham awesome they weren't no nothing no. nothing big happened in downtown chatham it was such <laughs> such a ghost town anyway i hear chatham's awesome now right right just like it's awesome here well everybody's yeah. Getting out of the big cities. They're just unaffordable. You can't live in a big place if you don't make a bajillion dollars. It's just the way it is. You know? And people don't people are pretty pretty consumers greedy. They're not gonna sit around and accept their tiny little box forever. Uh-huh. They're yeah. not gonna do that. Yeah. Nobody can handle that. If you're wise enough to be or flexible enough, let's say, to be able to go somewhere else and just kind of pick up where you left off. Like, luckily, I was self-employed for so long, so I yeah. could just do this, yeah. you know? I had to drag Emma, my wife, kicking and screaming in a way to uh, to come here. She was settled in southern Ontario, wanted to live in Toronto her whole life. That's all she wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, she couldn't be happier now, though. Like, it's uh, she's just kind of seen, seen what we can do here. It's just so much more. So much more fulfilling. Yeah, and I think I think overall, this, this town's feeling ready for it. Yeah, it seems you know? that way. There's been there there. Oh yeah, I mean the reception for Bowie's is just great. People, yeah, people love it there. You know they they like that we're putting on shows. Mm-hmm. It's great. We light the bands. We like we put the lights on the bands. We dim mm-hmm. the house lights. Yeah, yeah. It sounds good. I I care about the mix of the show. Yeah, it's just a good vibe, right? It's a good vibe. Otherwise, yeah, the talent is like we've got you know all kinds. There's professionals who've been doing it for forever, and uh, and then there's people who've never played on stage before and. So it, you know, takes all kinds and no, people are receptive to that for sure. Whereas if I'd done this in Hamilton was our last stop in Southern Ontario. Yeah. And there was like a live music venue around the corner. Yeah. And then there was 10 of them downtown and it just would have been, the ecosystem was full. Yeah. There was no use for what I had to offer. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's definitely a lot of room in this town still for, I I think about yeah. it all the time. The amount of businesses here that just, a guy came, a guy came in, into here to talk to me about that exact same thing yesterday he saw my speakers and my gear here he's like you should open up a like a home stereo shop because this town needs one i'm like well no but yes <laughs> yeah they it do totally needs one so yeah who are you out there do you have an affinity for like old school vintage amplifiers and turntables now's the time buddy i'm talking I'd, to you i'd go to your store yeah, you, yeah. listener, right there, who I likes would, hi-fi, who has those speakers from the 70s in your basement, you're the guy, man. Heck, do you it. like lo-fi. Get into that, too. Yeah, people <laughs> love lo-fi. <laughs> Spotify makes everything lo-fi these days anyway, yeah. so you might as well start out that way. That that's way you're it. not losing any bit depth. Yeah, that's right. Full frequency range, my fellas. No, it's uh, it's cool. There's Yeah, you can, there's like room for one or two of everything. Mm-hmm. And then you're well aware if the third tries to open up. Mm-hmm. 
Every that's one thing I've noticed is everybody is always very well aware uh-huh. of your business. Oh, big time in this town. And if big you time. don't want anybody to know your business, then you make sh- you have to make sure to tell nobody. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, you don't move to a small town to become anonymous. When we were building Bowie's, I was mm-hmm. like on the floor, you know, pulling up old floor and nails everywhere, whatever. Brown paper bags in the window. I had told like Emma, my mom. And the realtor who sold me the place that I was going to build a venue there. That's enough. And then a day later, the news called. Yeah. I blame your mom. <laughs> probably. <laughs> she spilled the beans for sure. Probably Peggy Muldoon. Bra- yeah. Brag into the newspaper. <laughs> Speaking of the newspaper, I did yeah. a little interview a week ago for the newspaper. Yeah. Uh, with a, a brilliant young lady, professional journalist named Evelyn. Oh, yeah. Evelyn's she was great. very nice. Yeah. Um, I think she mentioned, though, that she had not been to Bowie's yet. No, she's... Uh, she's quite pregnant right she's now. She's really pregnant and has another young one yeah. who would have been like right. just born yeah, yeah, when yeah. the bar opened. Yeah, yeah. so she'll be there eventually. And then I met somebody yesterday who who does tattoos. Uh, her name's Sarah, I think. If I got your name wrong, just Sarah... Just the tip, stick, and poke? That's that, yeah, her. Just the tip, stick, and poke, yeah. Sarah in Perth. Yeah. I know her too. Yeah. And she was like, I I haven't, she said, she mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, She mentioned that. And um, Sarah mentioned that she had not been to Bowie's. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So that in the last week, I've met two people who are fairly prominent area respected professionals in their own fields who have not yet been to Bowie's. Yep. Which makes me know of it. There has to be more. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's tell these people what they're missing. You got, you got a schedule, right? Yeah. We do trivia nights on Wednesday for me. Yeah. Wednesday's trivia. Yeah. Where is my mom? Uh Trivia every Wednesday, eight to 10 o'clock. No cover charge. Tell your friends. Sweet local prizes. Thursdays are our open mic night at eight o'clock. Locals, people traveling, whomever will come and take the stage from eight to 11. Sometimes it goes later. Yeah. So what's the format there? Do you got to sign up in advance? Do you call ahead? No, no. I mean, if you want to, great, but it's pretty open for them. You get one song, you get three songs. Depends on how well the night's going. Right. You know, if if we're packed and everybody wants to play, you'll squeeze one in. We'll make sure we get you on. You play it by ear. And we, yeah, we're playing it by ear. You do what's right for the night. Yeah. Whatever's right for the night. Exactly, Matt. Yeah. Do you ever get any uh, like non musicians coming for the open mic, like uh, com- I, comedians or spoken word? The or? odd one, yeah. yeah. Like it's happened two or three times. I'd love for that to happen some more. Uh, bad jokes, like I don't. Yeah. it doesn't have to be funny. Just yeah. give it a try. Yeah. That's the whole point. The stage is open. I would give that a try. You should actually. You've got some zingers, man. I got a bunch of zingers. I got some. I I have a collection of like actual like material i've been working on for years though yeah sort of light it's like oh, a, it's like a, a light project you got like two minutes of comedy i probably got a good like seven wow at this point wow probably a good seven nice i mean after rack my i've got i mean i've got a few routines we all have our little routines yeah that we'll do right especially if we haven't met the person yet yeah i have more like ticks than routines but yeah, yeah. I have some ticks too. <laughs> I got a bucket of those. I have so many ticks. I'm Lyme disease. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My dog got Lyme disease. Really? Yeah. What happens to dogs when they get Lyme disease? Uh, pretty much the same thing as people. Yeah. They get sore. Sore and tired. Sore and tired. That's, yeah. She was sore and tired and her, 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 uh, lymph nodes swelled up. Oh. Had to put her on antibiotics for a month. And oh. Then the Lyme. This is Mishka, the big black dog? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. Mishka. Yeah. 
Actually, when I first got her, she I I bought like I bought a lime dog. Oh, she wasn't a lemon; she was a lime. So- <laughs> 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 yes. Uh, Fridays we do new music night. It's uh, once again at eight o'clock. We're gonna do it a little later in the summer. There's some music events going on at the park. So new music. What's that? Uh, new What's music that like? is. It's it's a pretty staple term for like a, a soundstage that is presenting stuff that you've never heard before, but but it's not just going to stay there. There's mm-hmm. a good chance that these bands are going to make it. Yeah, you know. I mean, from from the new music nights I've been to at Bowie's, which is have been not all of them, but I've, I've been to a fair number. Yeah, um, I see a lot of like up and coming local ish acts. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Ottawa acts, Lanark County. That's Axe. how it started, yeah. you know, and and then I'm bringing up a bunch of bands from Southern Ontario, but uh, yeah, it started pretty regionally. I I wanted to definitely give locals a chance to play on stage too. Um, a lot of that kind of falls into the Thursday night open mic, but yeah, um, yeah, no Fridays are it's all original music, so right. we we really discourage cover songs. It's two sets by one artist or one one set each by two artists, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's a two hour show. It's magical. It's original music. Like already, there's a band called Mountainhead that we had on. It would have been pretty early on. We've actually had the chance to have them on twice, and uh, they're they're signed. They, you know, they got a cool thing going on with the APA agency. They got signed by Ralph James. Yeah, I like those guys. You know, they're such a great band, and it's amazing how you can just tell. You know, you you get the the email with the link, and you listen, and you just like I've got an ear and i know if they're going to be any good on stage yeah. and these guys as soon as i heard the first 10 seconds i was like oh, i've never heard this before this is great you know and my friend danny's their drummer yeah danny danny nash, nash. Yeah. yeah 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 we just met that night we've got a lot of common friends yeah yeah she know well, everybody knows danny yeah she's bartended at the uh dakota like, oh okay. forever ah like, long time probably like a decade or something well that's a good way to get to know the city and then she plays drums with like a lot of people nice she played nice. like outside of mountainhead she was playing with uh uh samantha martin and oh, yeah. delta sugar right right uh i think it was i think she was playing for july talk oh, okay. for a while um and then she records all her own drums and guitars and like all the instruments for her solo music she's super good yeah she just yeah. she's incredibly small I was just about to say she's very, very small, but yeah, she, she smashes drums like yeah. Like, she's like four like foot two hundred pound man, but she's she rocks. Yeah, yeah, she crushed it. She just released big presence a full length album in uh, March of this year. Her own full length album. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, cool. I'm gonna look more into Danny Nash. Yeah, it's a good album. I've checked it out. It's it's super. It's got I like a bit of an it. it's got like a bit of an '80s vibe to it, ah, which I like. So hip right now. Yeah. So hip right now. That's cool, man. No, yeah, we're that's what we want to do. Want to have like the scene in, and like the Canadian music scene is what it is. It's mm-hmm. a very small, tight knit industry. Where are you at with Saturday nights now? Did you mention Saturday? That yeah, that's, Saturday because that like, one's oh, jumped around a bit. Yeah, we've been narrowing in on it. It's going to be live jazz music. So mm. we had a wicked trio called the Beached Whalers. Yeah, the drummer was nuts good, and that would be about a three hour event every Saturday till late. Yeah, so that rounded out the weekend pretty good. And then Sundays are kind of a wild card. We, right before the pandy, we signed up Yuck Yucks to do the first Sunday of each month. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, you know, road seating for 50, maybe 60. We'll sell tickets for 30 bucks, 40 bucks. It'll be a 
a pricey, pricey affair. So that deal's still on then. It's coming back. It's yeah, it's just in limbo waiting to have the decent climate to pull it off. Recently we've been selling the back room for ticketed concerts by the table. So you can have up to six people at your table. We sell the table for a hundred or hundred and fifty bucks, and that gets almost close to uh to what the artist would have been paid before. Yeah. But at least they got a gig and at least I've got some people in the bar. So it worked out, you know, as well as it could for everybody. Nice. Um, it also makes for a really kind of nice night. It's a, I like a small crowd. Yep. Um intimate. It's an intimate audience. The second Sunday of each month now at uh, 8 o'clock is going to be our Bend and Brew event, um, otherwise known as Unwind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a uh, an hour of yoga with our local yogi, Jared Lee. Nice. Uh, who's also our local coffee roaster. Who sponsored this podcast. Right. Who yeah. has come up in conversation right now completely organically, yep. not because he paid for it. That's awesome. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, I'm so glad to have met him. He's, he grew up here and he's such a cool guy. Yeah, he's great. You know? And, uh, so we're going to do some yoga every second Sunday. And, um, and then the third Sunday of each month is our songwriter concert series. So that's kind of the big ticket event. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we've had Juno nominees. We had a Juno winner in there's, you know, well accredited musicians that don't play for free for sure. You know, they're, you're going to be entertained by these guys. They're old pros it's and young pros who's the next uh songwriter series the first one to kick it off um in our third stage of ontario's third reopening plan yeah provided the world doesn't end again yeah yeah um as long as that doesn't happen it's going to be zachary lucky making his triumphant oh, nice. return to smith falls zach stayed at my house last time he was yes in he did he knocked him dead that night too yeah. such a good night that yeah. was him and amber right yeah it was yeah 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 that was a fun one yeah, that was the the last the I spent the last in my tank yeah. that night, yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It was like the day before Christmas. You know, you got violently ill. That yeah, night. yeah, yeah. I had to go lie on the cold bathroom floor. Amber McLean used to uh, Matt's Matt's wife um, is a wonderful singer songwriter, and she uh, was the bartender at Bowie's for a long time for our first six months or so, and uh, <laughs> poor. Poor Amber took the night off to perform at this live music venue. She's not a friggin' bartender. She should be traveling the world playing music, right? She finally gets a show at Bowie's. It was a sold-out doubleheader. And I was so thrilled to have her that I got violently ill and barfed in the bathroom for a little while and had to, like, tap her on the shoulder and say, Amber, I'm going to the washroom and I'm not coming out, so you have to run the bar at your own show now. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. I had to drive you home that night. I don't even know what that was. It was actually, I know exactly what it was. Clementine, my daughter, brought something home from daycare. And that They'll was, do that. That was it. Yeah. They'll do that. Yeah. Sheesh. So that's the calendar. That's Bowie's in a nutshell. I'm looking forward to Zach coming back to town. He's good. I really like Zach. He, um, I like talking guitars with Zach. Oh, he knows a lot about those. He knows a lot about guitars. He's, he, uh, he's his... jealous of that guitar right hanging over on the wall there. Oh, and he got a, that Whatever. bass? No, that uh, oh, that wood colored one switch on it. The nineteen fifty eight Harmony Stratotone. Whoa, weird. Yeah, he liked it just as much as I did, but cool. it's mine. He can't have it. <laughs> Sorry, Zachary. He built a uh, like a whole like luge track. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he did what we did, moving from a city to a town. Mm-hmm. 
years ago. He moved to Aurelia, Ontario. Yeah. And he was featured on the news mid-pandemic. He was trying to keep his kids occupied. He built an outdoor luge track in his backyard. Yeah. It looked impressive. But I was was impressed. 200 feet. Yeah. It was, it was large. It was, takes a lot of planning to build Mm. a track like that. I think that was his kind of, his COVID activity. But I just caught up with Zach, like not like, not in a truly interactional way, but I, I, I stalked his social media just like two days ago. Yeah. Um, he seemed to be, uh. He's, coming out of the woodwork, making some posts about yeah. how he's getting calls for shows again. Isn't that and, so great to see yeah. artists or maybe have a show in the future right now? Like, what I hope is that they don't that they haven't gotten so hungry that they get too desperate for shows. And, yeah, and start whoring themselves out. Right, trying like to make up for last you know? time and taking fifty dollar, hundred dollar shows. Whatever. I made a, a a social media post that got liked more than my normal social media post, which means like it got over 10 likes. Nice. I don't have very many friends on social media. It's not really where I gravitate towards, uh-huh. but I made this post. I was like, listen, live musicians, now's your chance to hit the reset button. Yeah. 500 yeah, bucks. Exactly. That's minimum pay now. Absolutely. Like you get to say it that It takes now. so long to learn how to play music. Everybody else is it, hitting reset. It's also humanity's biggest fear like to get it's like snakes and speaking into a microphone for people doing a speech so it's really hard to do and like if you're not getting paid well for that it's just your passion like and that's fine to just love something enough to go and do it for free it's beautiful but it's not fair it's never been yeah and i don't get that i don't it starts from the ground up it's like but you know the venue didn't build the place to accommodate bands Mm -hmm. and then they can't really afford the band or they're too cheap to pay for the band and so they enslave musicians yeah because they just want those gigs they're starving to play Mm -hmm. yeah it's awful it's a crazy shit climate out there for for your first few years until you pick away all those low-hanging fruit and leave joe's restaurant behind you know you can uh you can play on a real stage and get paid yeah and i don't think you're right i think you're right 500 bucks or nothing you know? Yeah. I say that now, but I can't afford to pay the bands on Friday that much. Well, I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about like bars with three hundred capacities. Yeah. That are that want three forty five minute sets. Yeah, exactly. A musician. And like they're working. Yeah, yeah. Hard. It's, it's a hard job. You know? Um yeah. you know it's when you physical taxing work. It's, the rules are different for a ticketed event. Yes. You know, that then you're you're already right there. You're putting the power in the hands of the musician. If they want to make a little less that night, they can, but they might make more merch or they might get more fans. You uh, register those shows for SoCan royalties. Yep. Like there's that, a number sure. of streams that you can get paid through a ticketed concert, a real deal concert. Yeah. doesn't yep. have to be a big one, but it's a concert. Yep. Tickets are sold. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I will reframe that's that to say that, that that's, uh, bar, I, I'm meaning for gigs. bar, live gigs, yeah. weddings, sure, anything where somebody's not buying a ticket to see you, Yeah, where you're being hired. Uh-huh. I don't get it. You know, we need a hundred chairs. How much? Oh, this much to rent them from the company that rents the chairs? Yeah. Okay. Pay yep. the bill. We need the chairs. That's right. You, you, know? you need somewhere to sit. You don't haggle the price. Yeah. And I people are understanding with that about weddings. I think with weddings they're probably just used to just paying. Paying, you know, paying out, just breaking out that yeah. checkbook every every angle. But yeah. but outside of weddings, music is given very little value, I find. I know. It's a damn shame. It's a real travesty. And you know, I mean, if there's a bar out there who wants to say, yeah, we have a $100 budget, 
Um, so, you know, we're expecting to get the hour of music that Johnny College knows, which includes opening and closing with Wonderwall. <laughs> if that's right. what you want to pay $100 for, yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, you get the what you The problem with it is it's so subjective. Like, people will go to see bands that suck all the time. Musically, like, the musicality just isn't there. They haven't practiced enough. They're not very good. Yeah. So it's like you can have that band on stage on Thursday and then you have a professional band in on Friday and nobody knows the difference half the time. Yeah. It's, it's true. like not just the musicians have a lack of education sometimes, but the audience definitely does. They don't know what they're listening to. Yeah. And I think with Bowie's, you've cultivated that in both directions. You know, you've cultivated not only the way you operate your shows and the way you treat your artists, but the way you cultivated your audience yeah and your showgoers that's right the, not not only in the ones who show up but even also how they behave yeah man you don't go to the movie theater and talk all the way through it and not get tapped on the shoulder mm-hmm. people pay to see the movie and hear the words yeah you can't just go to a show where everybody else paid as well and sit there and ruin it for everybody yeah it's not cool and not just the audience but you're going to get a worse performance from the performer on stage yeah yeah you know if if there's not, no greater feeling in the world for me than being on stage and having people listen intently to the music. And yeah. that sounds so simple, but it's it's so few and far between in a common setting. It's a listening room. It's a listening room. Yeah. yeah. And it's I've a seen listening that, room. I've, I've had the opportunity to see that kind of happen a couple times at Bowie's, be it by you yeah. or by a, a more in-the-know patron. Yeah. yeah. Of like somebody's talking and just like whether whether it's a quiet sort of hand on the knee or whether it's uh or a, a louder shh yeah people get the gist and then what what i find funny about that is they don't get like they don't even really get mad or embarrassed from the ones i've seen they sort of take a look around the room yeah they take isn't a look it, around the room isn't it like, great all of a sudden they've been forced to read the room yeah and they're like oh oh I, oh Wait, and i'm then, the only one talking and then once it's soaked in it's it's almost like they feel good about having been told to shush because now they're on the inside yeah they now know the they story know now. They're like, okay i like well, it yeah now that's yeah. a nice way to think about it you yeah know? it is you got to cultivate the audience you gotta you gotta set the tone for everybody you can't expect the band to do that and you can't you can't expect the audience to police themselves yeah it's got to be uh it's got to come from me which is a really fun position for me to be in because i was the artist for so long yeah yeah and i can you you know you can't put the agent or promoter hat on while yeah. you're on stage yeah totally so you, yeah, you just got to grin and bear it when old Frank is just yelling about ACDC yeah. in the corner all night long. So you got years of like pent up, for sure, frustration. Yeah, that you're, you're able to like start satisfying. And I watched now it by, done by you know? telling people to shut up. Yeah, in a I, nice way. In a nice way, in a constructive for sure. Way. No, this is yeah, it's good for everybody for me to be saying this. Yeah. You know, you d- I definitely want them to come back, and I just want them to have the best time. And that includes paying respect to the artist so they can perform their best. Yeah. They can truly connect with everybody in the room. And I got lucky to see that from the stage. I could watch other promoters at the handful of places I would play over and over again because I just love playing in listening rooms. Uh, yeah. It was like, oh, I wish I had the guts to do that myself, yeah. you know? I feel like I've seen that, ha- that sort of transformation happen to a lot of people in Bowie's, whether it, whether it's like the person who comes in and orders a Bud Light yeah, and then is initially like upset and I would say scared. Yeah. 
He's afraid. Yeah. Of the, uh, of the unknown. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's the, the newness. And That's the right. Different. You go to a bar. You've been going to a bar for thirty five years. You just order what you order, and every place in town has always had it. So it's a little weird. I get it. Yeah, you don't know what to order. To... You feel pressed at the time. There's somebody behind you who wants to drink too. So you want to just say your thing. You don't want to listen to me go on about craft beer all night. But you're not. They're never met with like, oh, you don't know much about craft beer, no. do you? you no, know? no. It's no. like, what do you like, man? Let's find you, you like something Bud Light? you like. Try a lighter lager. Try one of these. Try yeah. though, nice and easy on the palate. Yeah. Hot day, refreshing. That's it. Try one. And then they love it. Craft beer isn't all like ridiculous, over the top, super alcohol content Mm. stuff. You know, the craft beer world appreciates just a light lager beer as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, totally fine. I'm definitely a fan of craft beer. And craft beer or not, traditionally, I've been a big fan of like ales and stouts and dark beers and anything but a lager. Yeah. You know, I've, it's, I've often said anything but a lager. Right. If I'm ordering a beer and I don't know what's available. Yeah. But craft beer lagers I actually like. It's, yeah. It's the non-craft beer lagers that yeah, man. I can do without. My phone's, That's it. My phone's dinging off the hook. Oh, it's our friend Dallas. Oh, Dallas. Dallas is texting me. Oh, he was great. I hooked Matt up with a gig through Dallas Alexander. Dallas Alexander. Um, he's going to get filmed. Matt's going to film his show, his new music night. I got a phone call with Dallas tomorrow at mm-hmm. 3.30 p.m. Sweet. He's uh, he's quite good. I yeah, haven't heard he, him yet. I'm looking forward to checking him out. The crowd um, is really happy. Both online and uh, on August, is it the 13th? The 12th or the 13th? Uh, I can call it up here. Let's find out. I should know. so I can call it up too. I should know so that I don't miss it because... I'm going to need to be there. You're going to, you've got a job that yeah. year. Yeah. Um, 13th. At least that's yeah. what Dallas thinks. So if August, he's wrong, you better correct August him August 13th. You're right, Dallas. It's August 13th. Friday yeah, the he 13th. Was good. He got it. Like he was, he's clearly played in proper venues before. You know, he's going to get it filmed. He says his last one we had to cancel, but he was, he was really concerned about the volume of the audience. And mm-hmm. I was like, ha ha, you don't have to give me the speech, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be good, you know. And he, he's uh, he's smart. I love it when people come to the open mic. They find out about Bowie's. Yeah. They think they want to play a show, maybe. So they look at the calendar, you know? They just go to the website and look at the calendar, and then they go to the show, on to the open mic on Thursday, and they just play. Yeah. They're not they're and they're worth money. You can tell. Like, they're just, they play shows, yeah. they played real deal concerts before. But they just, they don't let the pride get the best of them. They just come play the open mic. And then as soon as they're awesome, I'm just like, my face lights up. And I yeah. I will have them booked for a Friday night before they leave that night. You know, yeah. It's just such a nice way to do it. Just pay a little homage to the place. Yeah, and I you'll think, get I mean, what you want out of it. I think that's a good way to go for, you know, any entrepreneur I used to do looking, that looking to network. Yeah. Go meet somebody. Yeah, get out there and meet and somebody. And make the point just just meeting them mm-hmm. and knowing them and then they know you and then maybe another time you can talk about something else exactly exactly yeah if i was ever stuck on a gig i really wanted to go mm-hmm. wanted to get i would just show up for the open mic yeah play a few songs for free yeah it's not i'm not above that yeah so we got shows coming down the pipeline we got a hell of a lot more stuff with this uh apocalypse waning 
Yeah, there, there's yeah, the calendar's filling up. You know, I'm I'm not on sure feet about the whole thing yet. I, just I don't, don't think anybody know. is. I think everybody's hopeful yet trepidatious. Trepidatious, for sure. I like that word. It's That's nice, a great word. Nice it really rolls off the word. tongue, eh? Yeah. Trepidatious. It follows the rules of... Uh, can't re- The word is escaping me right now. But there's a whole study of like what makes words sound beautiful. Yeah. Phonesthetics, that's it. What makes you want to say them yeah. over and over yeah. again. The most important like things F-word. are that it's three syllables and and that the accents yeah. are in the right place. Like if the word was supposed to be pronounced trepidatious, it wouldn't be a beautiful word anymore. But because it's if you trepidatious. Put, if you put an emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Throws the whole it just thing doesn't out. work. Yeah. It doesn't sound pleasing. No. Um, that being said... Um, I, I was actually meaning like on a broader scope, like oh. like beyond oh, yeah. beyond Bowie's. Yeah, man. I you mean, can, you Bowie's can buy... is enough to keep a lot of people happy. <laughs> Bip. <laughs> Bip. We love you, Bip. But um, there's more out there than just Bowie's. Not that I'm trying to steer people away from Bowie's. I'm just trying to give people places to go before and after they visit Bowie's. Where are you going to go once it's allowed? Once you're allowed to just go wherever you want again. In this uh, town. Where are you going to go in this town? Yeah, in this town. There's yeah, a lot I'm, of exciting new places to go. Sure, sure. There's, yeah, there's like um, some stuff going on in the park. There's some music in the park on Friday night. So I'm going to try and sneak out for that. No, I, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to get out there and spend all my money everywhere else in town. You know, I just love going out to eat. I love sitting down and ordering food. I cook for so many people and wash dishes for so many people all the time. And I just, you know, yeah. it's so nice for me to just go and sit and have somebody else do that. Which is the one thing you missed in the Bowie spiel is the fact that you make the meanest Sammy in town. We make some good sandwiches. Yeah. Talking to you. Yeah. I like, I like restaurant sandwiches. Restaurant named after a transportation system. <laughs> I, used to, I used to work there, eh? <laughs> not, you were were not, you a sandwich artist? I was a sandwich artist. No yeah. way. I always kind of wanted to be a sandwich artist. It was Look my, at me now. It was my first job. <laughs> You've made it. <laughs> You're a real artist. Yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> a sandwich artist. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, it's. I like them better than subs. I do. I'm going to say that. Yeah, it's really a tasty good sandwich. sandwich. Well, you know I like. You know, you know how I like a sandwich. Yeah, you like a spicy sandwich. Well, what the secret is that you, that these podcast listeners will get. Okay. This is the inside scoop, folks. You heard it here. <laughs> there's a secret menu. <laughs> there's, a, there's a secret menu at Bowie's. <laughs> the secret menu is make me a surprise sandwich, Pat. Yeah. And, he, and he'll do it. Yeah. If I'll do he's it. in the mood and if you're nice to him. Just, yeah, just and say, tip, Pat, make me a sandwich. Well. Yeah. I love a surprise sandwich. Make me a sandwich. Did you know that they've actually studied um, the concept of how a sandwich ta- tastes so much more delicious when somebody else makes it for you? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. They figured out why. Why is that? It's because of how uh, much uh, your sense of smell is an important part of taste. Yeah. And when you make the sandwich, you're sitting there absorbing and becoming desensitized to those smells the whole time. Uh, Whereas if somebody else smell. Out it comes. You get yeah. your first impression and boom, your yeah, salivatory just, glands exactly, start acting up exactly. and then you eat it right away. Yeah, you get full, full bore. I get it. You get full bore on your palate. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, other people's food always tastes better. That's why. Huh. 
That's awesome. Because you, you haven't dulled your own senses. Yeah, timing's everything. And and I think there's probably more to it than in in terms of like a chili or a stew or something. Yeah. But I have to imagine that contributes to the notion that like people always think chilies and stews and stuff and curries uh-huh. are better the next day. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think that I think the assumption there is like, oh well, the flavors are mixing, mixing and, and developing in the fridge. Sure. Maybe I don't know. Or maybe you just, you know, you don't have a kitchen full of that smell that your nose is used to from the three hours you were cooking a stew. And yeah. Then, and then tried to eat it. And, and all the it. dishes are done from the cooking already, too. Yeah. You yeah. just, yeah, that, that sounds like it tastes pretty good. End of the day. No dishes taste great. I'm always a big fan of curry. I, I intentionally eat, like, smaller portions of, like, chili and curry and stew, like, the day I make it so yeah. that I can have more yeah. for leftovers. Yeah. Because the leftovers are always better. I'm excited for a lot of stuff in town. There's a new Indian food place. Yeah, where's it's that? Coming. Oh, the, at the old KFC. At the old KFC. Right. Yeah. Not the new KFC. No. That'd be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> We're here. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, what else is new? There's a new... Uh, Rocky River Cafe. Rocky River Cafe. Now, I, hear, I hear they make a mean fish and chips. They do make a great fish and chips. Um, they make good oysters. Their Oysters, burgers are really, really good. Mm. Or sorry, mussels. They make mussels. Mussels. They, yeah, they do mussels on the menu. Man. That, that makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oysters. Do you like though. oysters? I love oysters. Yeah. Yeah, I can't make up my mind on oysters. Oh, I, like, yeah. They don't... I feel like I'd like them better hot. I like a little horseradish to just give me that mm-hmm. sort of wasabi kick. Yeah. You know, the nose pain? Mm, yeah, I do. Like it makes you want to sneeze almost? Yeah. Yeah, I like it with horseradish. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the texture, just get over it. Just slurp it down. Yeah, I'm not, no the chewing, texture doesn't bother no... me too much. Okay. I do, chew, you're not supposed to chew them. You don't chew them. You just swallow Maybe the oyster. I chew, I chew. I them. haven't had an oyster in a dog's age. I had, um, I had oysters about a year ago at my brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. My, my brother's um, like an oyster connoisseur. He got, he got actually very mad at the food provider because they pre-shucked them. Oh, no, you can't go doing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they shucked them like 45 minutes before they arrived at our house, but that and, was still... Like, and he was mad like, about it. Yeah, he was very, very upset. <laughs> he called... I think he called them and yelled at them. <laughs> like, wow. what, what does... I've fr- heard all about your fresh oysters mean to you, you buddy? <laughs> like two months before COVID, three right. months before COVID. Really squeezed great. it in on time there, eh? He did. Yeah, yeah pretty that jealous of other people's shame. weddings that happened right before right, you COVID. You canceled your wedding. I had to postpone the wedding. You, post, you yeah. postponed. Yeah, yeah, you postponed. And it's like wedding. I've been postponing the wedding for ten years. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't I don't know. We, yeah, we that. had the invitations like on the coffee table, ready to go out as the news was coming on about this COVID thing. We're like, what? Sounds kind of might be might be serious. Maybe we'll wait on these. Yeah. And now now, uh, now you got to find new venue. Yeah. Now I got to debate whether to cut my hair or not. Like it's <laughs> another year and a bit of thinning. Yeah. Right. It's getting crazy. You know. Yeah. I wanted to do it, man. Yeah. There's something else new popping up in town, though. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do a bar next door to Bowie's bar. Yeah. There's a, a cocktail bar going in at the basement of the Fuller Post Office. Nice. Uh, so Bruce Linton and I and uh, Jill Dagenet of Moonroom Ottawa fame slash Queen Street Fair. She'll be your uh, she'll be your best cocktail bartender in town. I hear she's pretty good at a that. Doubt. Yeah, it's gonna be an awesome little spot. It's like uh, amazing. Like 
lowered floors so the ceiling's higher you know and uh heated radiant floors uh limestone walls the bar itself is built out of the old chimney of the post office and uh yeah it's got like little iron kind of doors and nooks and stuff where mail will go and it's such a cool space like so we're working on it. Uh, there's a lot to do still. It'll be a couple months of like building and planning, and yeah, then we'll apply for a liquor license and see what happens. So nice. I wouldn't doubt we'll have something going on in the corner of Russell Street in a big way. Uh, you know, because that's pretty November, much right December. next door to you. It's right next door. Yeah, yeah. It's it's right next door. Will I be able to get one of those uh, cocktails where like there's fire being lit in maybe in the cocktail maybe yeah i went to this one cocktail bar once and the, this drink that they seemed to make all night was they they had like they put like a little uh a little finger full of hickory wood shavings oh cool and then light it on fire with a blowtorch yeah and then like quickly blow the flame out so it's still like smoldering but not actively burning yeah and then take the co- cocktail glass and put it on top Ah, so it puts out the fire right. within about, and, and it goes dead within about 10, 15 seconds, but it like lines the wow. whole cup with smoke Cool to go along with your whiskey cocktail. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. That's pretty Seems cool Seems like stuff. the kind of drink I could get at the post office. Yeah. 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 We're just making Jill. the place look like it would command something like that, mm-hmm. which is a really fun process. I'm loving the design element of everything these days. Like, Yeah. It was cool. I, you know, get off the road, stop playing music, but then all of a sudden I get to like outfit these spaces with cool yeah. furniture and well, stuff. Well, you've got a really good sense for interior right. design. Yeah, as it turns out. Is that out, something eh? you always knew or is something you Not just stumbled really. upon? I don't know. I had, I, you know, I always had like the coolest posters in high yeah. school. It, it, yeah, maybe I do. It's been fun to, to flex that muscle. Yeah. You understand yeah. lighting. I love I the think. right lighting. Yeah. yeah. Lighting the difference. More so than loving the right lighting is like, I just can't abide the wrong lighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things have to be the right mood. Yeah. You know? I can't imagine this podcast would be very good if I fired up all these pot lights. No, it'd be right weird. Now. We got a vibe going here. Yeah. Right you now, look right? straight up Joe Rogan right now. Like you've got this cool light, you know, it's just the right space. It's vibey in here and it. Yeah, like I'm, I'm. It's the microphone. I have the same microphone as him. It's a yeah. It's the right mic. No, exactly. Yeah. It's a studio. Yeah. I actually drove by your house to look for your van to see if maybe you were at your house. If you're doing it there, and right? I guess I didn't tell was, you where to go. Eh? No, and I should have totally assumed that it was going to be here because this is a recording studio. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So, is this awesome for you having this recording studio? Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's. I mean, I went pretty much a year where I I didn't have one over yeah. a year living here that yeah. I, I didn't have one and i just had to do everything out of my dining room yeah i actually converted my dining room for like not on like a renovation level but on a setup level like sure. like I, like my antique dining room table i put like a big piece of plywood i put a moving blanket and go blanket over it and put yeah. a, a big a piece of plywood over it and had these studio monitors like on my dining room table right and like curtains hanging everywhere to help deaden the sound because i was all my work whether it was like voiceover or mixing mixing songs or whatever i was doing that out of my house for the yeah, first man. uh for the first while and i still f- sort of fire up a mini version of that setup because like my my grand piano is at the house, so if I, we want to do like piano tracks and stuff, right? Me and Amber, then uh, I do it there. Yep. And I've always, I've always kind of been mobile with my gear. Like 
after yeah. I got out of audio engineering school, all I did was make records in basements and, and yeah. stuff. You don't have like a big, you know, hundred and a big multi-track uh, desk. No, well, there, I do, but no it's in my garage collecting. Is, I do, but it's collecting dust in my garage. Sure. I just don't use that stuff sure. anymore. Like yeah. anytime somebody tells me like, oh, you know what? Your computer can just do that now. I'm like, great. Yeah. <laughs> and I sell the piece of gear. That sounds a lot easier. I sell the piece of gear that used that used to I used to need to own and have to take up space to do that. Yeah. Especially because once I get the software version. It amazes version, me how much stuff it used to take and how little it takes nowadays. Yeah, I mean, because for the price of one, yeah. which one software one costs yeah. way less than one hardware one. Mm-hmm. And if you buy the hardware one, you get one. Yeah. And if you buy the software one, yeah. you get infinity. Yeah, literally. It, yeah, maybe yeah. not infinity, but I can fire up 32 compressors or 32 reverbs and yeah. they all work. Yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as my computer's juicy enough. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Like computers used to just crash when I started recording yeah. in recording studios. Yeah. They did nothing but crash all the yeah. time. Mine's getting it was to the in point that transitioner period. Yeah. Mine's was, getting to the point where it crashes from time to time but i think that's mainly because my hard drive is 99 percent full at all times yeah is that okay well that's that's uh, it's, it's also just a reassuring because mine's like but, that all yeah. the time too but it handles this kind of stuff two tracking yeah two tracking a podcast no problem it doesn't skip a beat yeah no it's uh i can't wait to hear what you have you been recording local artists in here quite a bit uh maddie what is it maddie something uh mad and grace mad and grace yeah. sorry yeah she is a uh local artist uh, yeah. but no she's actually a producer herself oh cool so i did master her song i see and i did that in the studio here nice yeah. her um, mom reached out to us at bowie's nice and we're going to try and plop her on stage at some point. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, she's great. She's also working up front at the shop here. Oh, that's her? Yeah. I saw the post. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's her. Nice, man. Yeah. Yeah, I um, can't wait for more stuff like that to start happening around town, just meeting the right people. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like I've been in limbo for too long. Yeah. And uh, it was, yeah, a shitty time for it, too. It's just hitting my stride. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jordan, you know Jordan. Yeah. I uh, recorded some music for him. We're going to oh. do some more recording, too. His, right uh, on. His uh, acoustic his music acoustic project. project. Yeah, yeah. Elmsley. Yeah. And, uh, well, I recorded uh, with our friend uh, Campbell. Campbell Woods. Local, oh, yeah. Local boy. Right. Local hero. Yeah. Singer, Campbell Woods. Songwriter. Yeah. yeah. He came in and sang the, uh, the Down to Bowie's song. Yeah, you guys are so yeah. sweet. That was yeah. so much fun to make. It was a lot of fun to make. Yeah, yeah. It brought a tear to my eye. What a beautiful thing. I was just uh, working on that song yesterday, actually, because there's a whole second half to that song. Oh, really? That you haven't even heard yet. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's a whole second verse. Nice. Maybe very we'll even... Cheers-esque. That was the inspiration, for sure. Yeah. Impossible to deny that. I made, uh, I made no, uh, no hiding of that. For sure. I loved Cheers. Did you watch Cheers? Were you a Cheers watcher? I used to watch Cheers with maybe my dad. My mom was pretty strict about the TV watching and what was allowed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would have definitely been too racy. But you couldn't escape Cheers. Like it was when when I was a kid. It was so good. I was just a kid, so I had no idea what was going on on the show at the time. Yeah. But yes, all I knew was it was Sam Malone and my sister's name is Samantha Maloney. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But it was, yeah, it was on all the time. Mayday Malone. Mayday Malone. Was he a baseball player? 
He was a baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was like a notorious, I think he was supposed to be like a notoriously bad oh. baseball player. Yeah. Well, I was like a notoriously yeah. bad musician. So it was perfect. Yeah. Nice. It's exactly yeah. it. I was a bad baseball player. <laughs> I was bad at sports in general. Did you I'm play bad. any sports? I'm a bad sports player as well. Yeah. I liked helped. playing soccer. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I've, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever played hockey. Like I've never held a stick with sticks, like on skates. With yeah, a stick I wasn't a hockey. Shot a I wasn't I don't a hockey. Think I've ever done either. that. I wasn't. That wasn't me. No. I had a lot of cousins who were big time into hockey. One of them almost went pro. Yeah, he went to like, my my cousin yeah. Scott Sabarin was on the Ottawa Senators last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of you know sports in this town. That's for sure. Yeah, big hockey town. Big, big hockey, hockey town. Here, for and sure. yeah, and and other sports. I mean, golf. Brooke Anderson. Come on. Swimming. Swimming. Bailey uh, Bailey Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Going to Tokyo. Is that where they're still doing? Brooke are... Henderson. Bailey Anderson. Those are such similar sounding names. Yeah. Wow. They are. And then there's Brittany Henderson, right? Brooke's sister. If you name your kid Bev Ferguson and put her into sports. <laughs> and she's from Smith Falls. Yeah. You're going to win. She's going to do well. She's going to win. doesn't matter what she's in. No. Speed walking. <laughs> that would be mine. I would have excelled at speed walking, actually. I, I enjoy walking fast. I'm an I'm a enthusiast, yeah. so it just comes naturally to be motivated to do so. Now, our speed walkers. wiggling of the hips yeah, yeah. is kind of quirky and fun. I think I would be into doing that. Are speed walkers just like, do they win just based on their time, or are they also judged for like oh. their form? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, is it like gymnastics? Or like, you, do you or... get extra points in speed walking for how fucking goofy you look? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> it is a seriously goofy looking sport. I took up speed walking one summer because uh, I have bad knees, so I can't run. Uh-huh. And Same I have here. bad shoulders, so I, I thought maybe the whole thing you do <laughs> might there be good might be them. good like shoulder exercise. Sure. And I went out and tried that, and I literally got made fun of by strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so imagine this is like, like from far an away an Olympic ambition from far and away. Still, Granny on yeah. on Third Street is giving you a hard time for it. These people were out. Like, I'm an Olympic These medalist. people were out front of their townhouse in their plastic chairs, smoking their cigarettes <laughs> on their front lawn. And I walked by, and by the time I was like three blocks away from them, they're like, hey, hey, buddy. And like, I thought I dropped something. And I turned around, and the girl stands up from her chair and starts mocking my arm movements and says, work it. Work it. Work yeah. It. You look, you'd be looking like, Matt's doing the, the exercise right now. He's making the motion. And yeah. that's what came to mind for me, too, was work it. Yeah. For sure. Is that a wiggle or a broken hip? I was wearing a real nerdy shirt, too. It was like a... <laughs> it's a golf sh- striped golf shirt that was a little too small for me uh well uh should we leave it at that i gotta get going yeah 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 what we, do we got yeah. here i've been on the mic long enough who wants to hear me talk for more than an hour no it's good it's ridiculous we go until we're done anybody would if you want feel that. done we're done <laughs> that was really a brow day no sometimes it is it's <laughs> when you call it you call it usually i'm the one who calls it but What's usually, right? I've done one of these so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. I feel like I'd be, yeah, man, Bill Dales. It's a hard act to follow. That guy's got, he could talk all day. About interesting things, no yeah. less. No, he knows all kinds of cool stuff. It's, he's so fun to listen to. Yeah, he's I got I don't feel a, like I'm like that. He's got a, 
Oh, don't sell yourself short. You know, I don't know. It's only the second yeah. one, so it's you got a you got a lot of anecdotes. Oh, really? Oh, thanks, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Thanks for inviting me to do yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish you well with the the podcast. Thank like, you. It's, I, I'm I'm enjoying it so far, and other people seem to be enjoying it. It's awesome, man. Uh, it's my cool friend Phil thing. says he likes to cut his lawn to it. Oh, so, nice. hi, Phil. I hope. Hey, Phil. I hope your lawn cutting. You know, Phil. Yeah. Say to Phil. Oh, say to Phil. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's cutting his lawn right now. Right. Quote. Right to him, now. To him. Right now. To him. Right now. That's yeah. what he's doing. Hey, Phil. Uh, hey, Phil. Hope the lawn looks nice. Ah, uh, that's fun, man. Yeah, you, there's so many local celebrities. Oh yeah, Send I've got them all it. over. I, yeah, I've, can I've I get got bands a... on this show? Oh yeah, nice. absolutely. Yeah, nice. Yeah, the uh, the ethos is is like Smith Falls, but yeah. you don't have to be from Smith Falls. No, hey. if you're some kind of entertainer or performer coming through Smith Falls, then yeah, yeah, come talk to me. Yeah. Talk. To I want to talk to lots of people. People listening right now, you're probably thinking, you know who he he should have on the show? Me. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me who I should have on the show. Tell me what to do. Yeah, maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that person you know. Mm-hmm. Let me know. I want to talk to people about in Smith Falls. Good conversationalists. Good conversations with good conversationalists. Yeah, man. I like yeah. a good chat. I like a good chat. Maybe we're all a little bit out of practice as well. The last little while. Well, we're good out, to have we're a, out of practice, but we're also a chat like with somebody you don't like, know very well or something. We're know? hungry for it. I have people stopping yeah, to talk maybe. me on the street and like. And then I'm stuck there for like 20 minutes, and I just, just let it. Need someone to I just let it happen because it's just so painfully clear that things are so sad. These people just need yeah. to talk to somebody. Yeah, people do, man. So I agree. I will wrap it up this time. I'm calling it, Pat. You're I'm, I'm the calling. Call. The, I'm making the call <laughs> officially. I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> I think. I think. I think it's a good place to button it up. Um segueing out of you know people who need someone to talk to what happens what is what happens like tomorrow what's it when are you allowed people in the building uh it's stage two, stage two of ontario's third reopening tomorrow yeah so we uh are now allowed to have six people per table nice as so people to back four. in right no but those people are only outside still for oh, only outside three still. weeks okay yeah. but they can still come and talk to you <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, that's what people do at bars, right? You're like half drink server, half therapist half the time, aren't you? I like listening to people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really do like listening to people's stories. So if you need someone yeah. to talk to, stop stopping yeah. me on my dog walks and unloading on me. Go unload on Pat. There you go. Buy yeah. a beer. Absolutely. Buy Absolutely. A, a, a good local beer or some of the new delicious sours he has. That's my go-to when I'm there. Yeah, they're really Lovely good. Lovely sours. Yeah, they're really good. Cranberry. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. What a treat. This has been uh, Smith Falls On. Smith Falls is dope. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two of Smith Falls On, everybody. And thank you very much one last time to our sponsors, Smith Falls Pedal and Paddle. Go see them. Use the code PODCAST15 to save 15%. Mighty Valley Coffee, Water and Rail, 
coupon code on both their websites, Smith's Falls Podcast. Thank you for your support. Now, listeners, you may have noticed I broke a little promise. I promised you this episode would be out yesterday, July 1st. A day that means a lot to a lot of people and a day that is starting to have a lot more meaning attached to it and some important conversations going on. We pushed back our episode because it's not a day we needed to be making any noise. It wasn't our day to be making noise. It was somebody else's. Please go do some research and reflect on the long and complicated history of this country. It's not all sunshine and roses, friends. I like living here, as I'm sure you do, but it's not as easy for everyone. Try to keep that in mind. Peace and love, folks. We'll be back on July 15th, I promise, with episode three, guest to be revealed. Goodbye, friends.